0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Hold My Mic podcast. Happy Friday. Hope you guys had a great week. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about my NBA tiers and we're going to talk about a little bit of uh, NBA All-Star Weekend and what they got going on. Um, Yeah, I'm really excited for today's episode. Um, So I'm going to start with my tiers. And then in each tier, I'm going to divide, obviously, in conferences from East and West. So, let's get to it. And then NBA All-Star Weekend, I'm just going to make my predictions um, for each. The skills, the three-point, and then the dunk contest. So, let's get right to it. So, my first tier, I got bottom of the food chain. In the East, I got the Magic, Pistons, and Pacers. Um, Pretty self-explanatory. These teams are going to be in the lottery. Um... The Magic, they got Cole Anthony and um, uh, what's that guy from uh, Gonzaga, Suggs. Um, so they got pretty good pieces. They got Mo Mamba, um, they got Isaac, but he's hurt. Um, but they're they're not going anywhere. The Pistons, they got Cade Cunningham. They just got the first round pick this year, so. Uh, yeah, they're still in the rebuild. The Pistons every year. For some reason, they just don't know what they're doing with the draft picks and stuff. And now I feel like they have a good direction of what they're doing. Um, so hopefully they ride that momentum and they get good pieces around Cade. The Pacers, they just did a trade. They're, they're trying to rebuild and get picks and stuff like that. Um, they're doing pretty good now. Um, hopefully next year with the whole year ahead of them, they, they can build that chemistry with Buddy Hield and Halliburton and... Um, What's that guy's name? Um, yeah, Chris Duarte. He, he went. He's from Oregon. I think he's like Dominican or something. He's pretty good. Um, but yeah, these teams—the Magic, Pistons, and the Pacers from the East—they're—they're—they're um, they're, they're bottom of the food chain. Um, in the West, we got the Rockets, the Thunder, the Kings, and the Pelicans. So the Rockets—they got the number two pick uh, last year. They got Jalen Green. He's a stud. He, he's he been hurt, but he, he's pretty good. They got Porter Jr. He's having like off-the-court issues and stuff like that, but I, I think on the court he's pretty good. Um, They got that European player who they think is going to be like the next Jokic. Oh, yeah, Shengun. Yeah, he, he's like a mini Jokic, they're saying. And he is pretty good. He has a vision. He got footwork. Um, he's pretty good. Um, obviously they got that whole John Wall situation. So let's see what they get back for him. If they get anything, they got Christian Wood, but he doesn't really have the motivation to be there. He wants to be in a winning team and Eric Gordon, he's, he's been a solid, a vet, uh, they just traded for Schroeder, but I think he's going to get bought out. So, and then they got Kenyon Martin Jr. Who who's like an energy guy, just like his dad. Um, but besides that, they got a pretty much. Uh, filled with G League players. Um, So, yeah, bottom of the food chain. The Thunder, they're they're basically like a uh, farm system for picks and, like, just development. Um, I I respect it. They got good players. They got Giddy. Um, He's really good. He does everything well. They got Shea Gilders, Alexander. Um, They got Lou Dort, who's, like, a defensive specialist. Um, And then they got Kendrick Williams. He's, like, a hustle guy that he, he was on the, like, rumor mill for the trade deadline um but they don't really got you know they they they're young they're young so they need a couple pieces um we'll see what they do with their draft picks if they go for a star or something um the kings the kings are just the kings um every year they they, they just seem to start good like around 500 and they just collapse um they just traded like i said with the pacers uh, they got some bonus so that, that they got a good piece um, but they don't got really much anything around him besides the Aaron Fox. He needs to start uh, get going in the gym and start shooting more because that jump shot is very inconsistent. They got, uh, what's that guy, Mitchell. He, he's really good. He's a good 3 and D player right now. He, he likes to penetrate a lot. Um, he, he's really good. And then the last team for the bottom of the food chain tier is the Pelicans. Um, they wouldn't have been here if, you know, uh, Zion was there. I think they would have been uh, tier up. But Brandon Ingram, I think, has been hurt, but he's been playing good. Um, they just traded Josh Hart. I, I really liked him. They traded Nikhil Alexander. I, I don't – they just got CJ. He's a good player to, to compliment um, Zion. But I don't, I don't think they're, they'll go, be in contention anytime soon because they just have too many moving parts. Um, the rookie coach – um, I think Willie Green, he's he's a rookie coach, so I don't know what they got going on. But I think I'm pretty spot on with this tier um, called bottom of the food chain. So, yeah. Uh, the next tier is maybe next year. Um, this tier has three teams on each side. On the east, I got the Knicks, Wizards, and Hornets. Um, the Knicks, they're just plummeting down. The um, past three games, they've had 20-point leads, and they've lost like, all of them. So they're, they, the uh, coach Tom Thibodeau, he always has a good first year, and then after that is just a down, downhill battle. Like he just wears out his players. You know, like they have good players, like young players, Obi Toppin. They got quickly. Um, they got I think Gaines's name, um, and he doesn't play them. Like. What do you expect, RJ Barrett, to play 48 minutes every game? Um, Julius Randle has been having issues with the fans and not wanting to be there. Um, That comes with winning and losing. That's probably why he wants to leave because he's been losing compared to last year because last year he was just fine. I think he was just playing for his contract, and now he got his contract, and you see what he's doing. Uh, You know, the Knicks for the Knicks to be good in the NBA or in the league is just good for everyone like the fans that the league loves when the Knicks are good because obviously they're a big market team um so it's kind of bad man I, I don't know if Thibodeau is going to last long um he says he's going to change like his habits and stuff but he does the same thing like you if you lose his trust he'll bench you like they just traded for Cam Reddish he played one game and I don't know he has been sitting on the bench ever since so I don't know I don't know about the Knicks this year, man. The Wizards—they started off first in the East, like first month of the season or two months of the season, and then they just spiraled down. Um, Bradley Beal got hurt, and Kuzma's pretty much their best player. They just traded Harrell away to the to the to the Hornets, and then they traded Dinwiddie because apparently he didn't get along with uh, Bradley Beal. He they got traded, he traded him to the Mavericks and then they got what's it called they got Presinga so i i maybe next year when Bradley Beal's fully healthy and then Kuzma and then Presinga's maybe they'll do a thing but not not this year they they started off strong but they they they're fighting for like the plane around there so and then the hornets one of my favorite teams to watch—they're like my NBA league pass team to watch. Their commentator is pretty much the best commentator in the league. He's super funny. Like you should go YouTube him, and his clips are just hilarious. Um, I'm a big fan of Lamelo. Um, they're young. They're, they just play free, and they started off around the th- four to five to six seed right now. I think they're like in the playoff spot, but they've lost like nine out of their last ten and i don't know if it's the coach or just that they're young but i don't know and i and i was rooting for them right when they when they were like the 4th 5th 6th seed um and they were hovering around 500 but now they're under um i don't know what's going on they're really fun just pretty much because of the commentator man it's super fun um and they got good pieces they got miles bridges who's in consideration for uh, most improved they got um Terry Rozier, like I said, they got LaMelo. So, yeah, um, we'll see what happens. And then the East is getting better. So, for some reason, now the the NBA is kind of balanced out. Usually it was the West that was kind of the dominant uh, conference. But now it's kind of evening out. So, we'll see what happens. The West, I got the Spurs, the Trailblazers, and the Clippers. So, the Spurs, you know, no one really pays attention to them. You had, uh DeJounte Murray just got named as an all-star. But no one really pays attention. I think this is Pop's last year. Um, they don't really got stars uh, besides Dejounte Murray. Um, so I don't I don't know what's going on. I haven't watched the Spurs game this year. But just looking at their record, I don't see they're they're fighting for the play-in. But I don't think they're gonna do anything there. So. That's why I put him maybe next year if they do something in the trade deadline or they trade for someone, we'll see what happens. Um the Trailblazers maybe next year because Dame is hurt, so he's probably not gonna play. And then they guess they got all this cap space, so they might get a you know, a superstar or an all-star to compliment Dame and then a Fermi sign a, a, a Fernie Simons. He he's been balling out, you know, he with the playing time and the ball in his hand, he's been balling out, so maybe he'll he'll flourish when Dame uh gets here so chauncey billups has fighting it, i think they're they won four in a row um they are like two games behind the lakers for the ninth spot in the in the west so we'll see what happens but not this year i i, I don't see it and then the clippers they're 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 super well coached by tyloo they f- they're in every game they fight every game but obviously Kawhi and Paul George aren't there. I th- they said they're going to reevaluate Paul George in like after All-Star and see what happens. And if he comes back, I don't see them going. Like last year, probably Western Conference, maybe. Western Conference Finals, maybe that. But besides that, I don't, I don't think they're going to go to the NBA Finals and win it. Um, next year, they're going to be a problem with Norman Powell, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and obviously their coach, Reggie Jackson, balling out. Um, they're a good team while well coach. I really I really like their team, uh, but not this year. Um, next tier, we got the Pretenders. I got one in the East and two in the West. Um, in the East, I got the Hawks. So last year they made it to the conference finals um, because I think they, they fired their coach midway through the season and then they got their assistant to be their interim head coach. And I think that new coach just kind of inserted some energy into them and they, they kind of rode that wave all the way to the conference finals. Um this year they're going they're you know they're back to kind of the mean of the NBA. I think they're like two games under 500. Um I heard John Collins like wanting to leave cuz he doesn't like his role. Just the same thing I said with um the guy from New York, uh, Julius Randle. Um he was fine and dandy last year because they were winning, and this year, oh, I want to leave. I hate the fans, just like Collins. The so Collins, last year, they were winning. He was fine, and then this year they're not doing the same, and he wants to leave. It comes with winning and losing. That's why they're this drama of people wanting to leave teams and whatever. So they just got to write it out. Um, they'll, they'll be in the play-in or something like that, Um, I believe. They'll, they'll probably win. I they, they got a great team. They got talent. They just got to, you know – hunker down and play some defense because their offense is fine. It's just their defense is pretty bad. Um th- If they're not playing, I- I'll-, I'll root for them, and I think they'll win. But it- if they make it to the 7 AC, they'll play the Heat or the Bulls or maybe if the Sixers go up, Um and they're probably going to lose there. So that's why I call them pretenders. In the West, I got the Lakers and the T-Wolves. Obviously, we know what happened with the Lakers even though they've been playing really good, the last two games they got they got a loss against the Warriors, but they were it was literally a last minute situation game where they were in it and they, they just lost. But they played really good, the best game they've played all season, obviously because the trade deadline is past. So they they were just focused. This is our team, whatever. And then they just played the Jazz, which we'll get into them in a little bit. But the Jazz, I don't I don't. They're not scaring anyone, but Anthony Davis got hurt. He's been he's gonna be out at least four weeks. I I say he's gonna be out more. So if he's out four weeks, he'll be out till like the middle of March, and then the regular season ends April tenth. So he got like, if the four weeks are accurate, we'll see. Anthony Davis seems like he's a slow healer. So if the four weeks are accurate, he'll be done like mid March. Obviously, the regular season April. Tenth, so he'll have like two weeks to kind of ramp up, and then just straight to the to the playing game. So the question is: Is LeBron gonna keep him afloat, or if they win, or I mean, if they lose, like I don't know, right after the All Star break, like four in a row? Do you, do they sit LeBron down and say, "Yeah, we're out of here, we're out of the plan or whatever? The next team, like I said, the T Wolves. The T Wolves, they got talent, but <laughs> Carl Anthony Towns, they were like. I think at one point in the season, they were like on a five game win streak and then they lost five in a row after that five game win streak. And then they like answered um, or they asked Kat a question and Kat was like, well, we're in Minnesota. Um, this five game, uh, five game losing streak might become 10 because we're in Minnesota because apparently the city's like haunted and their team isn't just... Can't can never get over the hump. They've been been pretty good there. I think they're seven seed right now. They're like one or two games over 500. But I think they're they're pretenders. They're not gonna do anything. They're not gonna scare anyone. So um, especially if they're seven seed, they'll play the what the the Warriors or the Suns. So good luck with that. Um, and that's if they win the playing game. So we'll never know. So yeah, the next one up, next tier up is stuck in the middle. So kind of like. Yeah, you're good. Your record's pretty good. But are you really going to do anything this year? Uh, I got to see. You know, I got to see to believe it. So in the East, I got the Raptors, the Celtics, the Nets, the Cavs, and the Bulls. Some of these teams are going to be like, what? Why do you have them here? Well, the Raptors, their record is really good. I think they're the sixth seed. They're really well-coached. I believe it's just a well-coached team. They're talent isn't really there to to contend but if let's say they play the Nets the first round I think they'll they'll kind of like scare them a little bit push them to six games but still lose and like I said they're stuck in the middle they're like good but not bad or not good enough to like contend but they're not bad enough to be in the plan so that's why I have them there the Celtics they started off terrible like they got a new coach they've been really good I think they're like on a six or I know, like 9 or 10 game winning streak. Um, I think the coach got to them already. They, they got to play defense. They're number one in defense the, the second, uh, like, past two weeks. So, I think that's what the coach is trying to instill in them. Like, we got to win with defense. Um, they just got White from San Antonio. I think that's going to help them a lot. Like, the most underrated trade this season, like, he is a solid player, like I said. San Antonio system, so he he knows how to run a team and how to get people the ball and stuff like that. And that's what's the, the issue with the Celtics the past couple of years: the egos. Oh, I, I'm better than you. I'm better than. I need the ball. I need a score. And then we got find. We finally got a point guard that knows how to distribute the ball, who doesn't need a score really, but can. He he can shoot the hell out of the ball and penetrate, but he he'll he'll dish, he'll dish it out. And that's what Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown need. So. I know they're on a high right now, but I don't think they're gonna contend. Um, the Nets right now—they're the ace. They got the talent, obviously. They got KD, they got Kyrie, and then they got—they just got Ben Simmons. They would be contenders if we knew what Kyrie was gonna do. If he got vaccinated and he's full time, well, they're definitely contenders. But he's not. So in the playoffs, obviously, you're not gonna play at home the whole time. So what? Let's say you lose—you know—one or two games at home. Make it a six six game series. Every series, you're you're gonna you know you're gonna run out of gas at one point. And I don't know. Besides them three, I don't believe in their team. They're like either super old or they don't play defense. Like Patty Mills, he's super great vet, but he doesn't play defense. They got Blake Griffin. He he's old. He doesn't play defense. Lamarcus well, Aldridge is a great offensive player, but he doesn't play defense. Um, they just got Drummond. They needed size, but he's a liability on the offensive end. So I I still don't believe in them yet. Maybe a, a week or two after the All-Star break, when I see Ben Simmons in this, maybe I change. But for right now, before the All-Star break, they are stuck in the middle for me. The Cavs, the best story in the league right now, I believe. They're, they're winning. I think they're the fourth seed. Great coach. They got Darius Garland, who I'm a super fan of. They got... Allen as a center. They got Evan Mobley. He's like number three pick. They got um, Markinen, He's really good. They got Koro. They got a super bunch of hungry young players. And they just got Rondo as a vet. But like I said, they're in the fourth seed. And if they're the fourth seed by playoffs, they're playing the Bucs. And I'm I'm sorry, but they're going to lose against the Bucks. Bucs. Um, they'll make it tough. I'll say they'll make it a five, six game series. But... I don't think they're gonna. It depends on the first first round matchup they get. If they get the Bucks, obviously they're gonna lose. If they get a Nets, maybe they'll get them to six or seven, and maybe in the seventh game they, they something happens. But I love the Cavs. I love their story. They play good defense, but they're stuck in the middle for me. And then the Bulls, the surprise team. No one expected Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan a mesh like this. Obviously, Lonzo Ball is a great defender. And then his shooting stroke has been way better. They got Caruso, but and they got Vucevic, but they do not have any size besides Vucevic. Who is, uh, who is their biggest player? They got Bradley off the bench, and that is it. They're really small. Um, their defense is you know questionable. They have Caruso and Levine in the front. But after that, they if they penetrate, they don't really got any rim protection. That's why I, I can I think they're stuck in the middle for me. And it's kind of like is it is this like a one year thing? I, I don't I don't believe in their coach. Um, he coached in OKC all those years with like um Billy Donovan. I, I don't believe in him. He was a good coach in in Florida. He he won like a couple championships. In Florida but I, I don't believe in him when it comes to like X's and O's so we'll see what happens DeRozan's top five MVP candidate for sure but I, I don't know man I, I don't I don't I wouldn't put him on my next tier, which you you'll find out in a bit um so that, those are my east teams stuck in the middle in the west I got the Nuggets the Mavs and the Jazz so, the Nuggets, obviously, they don't got Murray or they don't got Porter. They got Jokic, which gets them. I think they're in the fifth or sixth seed right now. Um, with with just Jokic, they'll, they'll win one or two games in the first round. Um, and depending on the matchup, they'll, they'll win that matchup, but they won't get to the conference finals without them. Um, there, was, there was a um, report that they might come... Like later on in the season, near March or close to April, um, Murray and Porter. If if that happens, that they're they're scary because they got a deep team. They just beat the Warriors on a buzzer beater by Morris. Um, so they're riding a high going into All Star break. Their their coach is great. I uh, Malone. He he he's super good. But like I said, if they're just with Jokic, they don't have enough firepower to contend with these. Top dogs. The Mavs, same thing. They got Luca, but how, how far is Luca gonna get you? Past years with the Clippers in the in the playoffs. Yeah, they get two one. They're winning the series, and then Luca for some reason just shuts down. Like his body shuts down, he gets hurt. Last year, I think it was his shoulder. The year before that was his ankle. He's he's by himself. They got Dinwiddie to have another playmaker, but I don't believe he's gonna be a, I I don't know move the needle type guy. They got a great coach and Jason Kidd, but just just with Luka, I don't think they're gonna you know contend for for a finals spot. I don't I don't see it. Um, and then the Jazz, like I said, with Rudy Gobert on the floor, they're just mediocre on offense. They're they're playing four on five every time. Yeah, he's Defensive Player of the Year, but on offense, you just saw with the Lakers. They took advantage of that matchup the whole time. He got switched to LeBron. LeBron splashed a couple threes in his face, and that that that's what happens. The Jazz, I feel bad for Donovan Mitchell, but he's going to end up asking for a trade or something because he's just tired of losing. They're going to trade Rudy Gobert or something. but They got Mike Conley, but he's kind of getting... You know, in the twilight of his career, I never believed in the Jazz. Last year, they were first seed, and they got bounced early in the playoffs. Um, So, I don't believe in them. So, yeah, those are my stuck-in-the-middle teams, the Raptors, the Celtics, the Nets, the Cavs, the Bulls. And in the West, we got the Nuggets, Mavs, and Jazz. So, here are my contenders. So, contenders are basically the teams that are fighting or, you know trying to put a scare into the actual teams that i feel are going to make the finals so my next tier is the nba finals my two teams that i think are going to make the nba finals so we'll get to that later but right now the contenders are these the heat and the sixers in the east and then in the west we got grizzlies and warriors so in the east i got the heat obviously heat culture um they're like kind of the Patriots of the NBA. The Heat—they got Jimmy Butler, they got Bam, they got Tyler Hero. Obviously, they got the best coach in the league, and Eric Spolstra. They—they're scary. Um, they got Duncan Robinson, and they got a bunch of good uh, role players on the bench. They're super good. I, I will not be a, be you know surprised if they make it to the conference finals once again. Um, last year was kind of I think a flu because Jimmy Butler was hurt. A bunch of the time, I think that's because of the bubble year. It was a short off season, And obviously, heading into last year, they were just exhausted. And that's why they got hurt. But this year, they're back and fully loaded. They got Oladipo coming back. They got Kyle Lowry. I forgot about him. He's a scrapper. I love him. And the next one is 76ers. They just beat the Bucks without James Harden by, I think, three points. Uh, yesterday, Joel Embiid is playing out of his mind. If he keeps healthy, they're going to be scary in the playoffs. And then obviously James Harden, a pick and roll um, partner with Joel Embiid. They got shooters. They got defense. I I wish they would have stuck with Curry in the lineup, but they traded him for Harden. So it is what it is. We'll see if that hurts them in the long run. But if Joel Embiid keeps playing like this, they're going to be a problem. Um, And then James Harden, we'll see like his hamstring. Okay. Uh, uh, Tracy McGrady on NBA TV or TNT, or I'm sorry, um, was saying, oh, he's not hurt. Look, at he's just practicing these step backs. He just didn't want to be there, which I believe is true. Every time he doesn't want to be there, he gets out of shape and just doesn't do his thing and just complains and acts like a baby. And now he gets to Philly the next day. He's doing step backs in the gym with Joel Embiid. So we'll see if when he gets on the floor with Joel Embiid it meshes. Um, But, yeah, if it does mesh, they're going to be a problem. So, yeah, the Heat and the Sixers on the East. And then the West, I got the Grizzlies and Warriors. The Grizzlies, they're scary. They are scary, bro. The Grizzlies, they got John Morant, who's a dog. They got Bane. They got Triple J. They got a great coach. They are scary. They're deep. They're young. They're hungry. They, they got Steven Adams in the middle. They're, they're a team to be reckoned with. They're, I think the third seed right now. Oh my! Watch out for them, guys. John Morant's playing out of their mind. Like they're you'll you'll see my NBA Finals team in the West right now, but they're a mini version of that team. They're super young. They're hungry. They play defense. They got that kid. What's his name? Dylan Brooks. He's a... Stone Cold Killer. He was a. He went to Oregon and he was challenging Lonzo Ball in UCLA like crazy. He he plays defense. He shoots threes. He he's cocky. He's arrogant. He'll get in your face like the Grizzlies are the real deal, guys. They're just watch out. And then the Warriors. Obviously, we know the Warriors. They're second place right now in the West. They got Curry. They got Thompson. They got Steve Kerr on the bench. They got Draymond Green, who's the heart and soul. He's been hurt. And I think they've been kind of going downhill because of Draymond Green being out. But they're still when he gets back, they're still they're up there. They're they're in my contenders tier for a reason. Um, they're they're scary. Their their ball movement is, you know, coaches say that they can't sleep because of the Warriors offense. And obviously Curry, he spreads the floor so much. They got Kaminga, who's like a mini Kawhi, and 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 if he gets to that you know offensive game improvement type stuff he'll he'll be scary and then Wiseman's hurt so when he gets back they'll be dangerous um they're they're you know they're 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 scary they're scary as well and then my NBA finals here so these teams are the ones that I believe will be in the NBA finals today so if something happens with like an injury or some other team in the other tiers play better I might switch it up but right now before the all-star break I got the Bucks in the East, and then the Suns in the West. So I know the Bucks aren't top three in the East. I think they're fifth right now, but they they have an insane record when their big three—Chris um, Middleton, Giannis, and um, Drew Holiday—play. They're like something twenty and five or something, or twenty and four, um, something crazy like that. So, and Giannis, I think he's the best player in the league. It's close with KD, but I'll give him the nod. He won the championship last year, so you got to give him the nod. Um, the Bucks, um, we'll see what happens with Connington. He got hurt and they traded Vincenzo We'll see if that card play haunts him in the playoffs. But they're I just believe in them. They they know how to win. Giannis knows how to win. We saw when LeBron won his first championship, he just took the league over in the playoffs. He knew what to do. And he, he, no one really stopped him. And, and the Bucs, they can't really stop Giannis, you know. Maybe the Sixers, that I, I say the Sixers and Bucks would be in the Eastern Conference Finals. But we'll see. The Bucs are solid. I, I believe in them. I don't care. They're probably just cruising in the regular season. Like I said, I think Middleton's been hurt because and COVID. Drew's been hurt. So. But when they're together, they're a solid team. And then the Suns. Like I said, the Grizzlies are a mini version of the Suns. Why I say that? Because they, they have the same depth. They got young players that can shoot and defend. They got a great point guard, John Moran and Chris Paul, obviously. But the Grizzlies just don't have that experience that I would like them to have. They they made it to the finals, um, to the playoffs last year. They beat the Jazz one game, but then they got swept after that. They they lost 4-1. to one. But that's why the, I say the Grizzlies are a mini version of the Suns. And then the Suns, they're just loaded, bro. They got depth. They got a great point guard, a great coach. They got a sec, good second star, a good third star in Devin Booker and Aiton. They got uh, Bridges, who's a solid 3 and D guy. They got shooters in Cam, uh, what's it called? Cameron Payne and um, what's his other name? Cam Johnson. They got... Uh, a solid backup center and Javale McGee—they're just loaded, bro. They're—they're they're like, they only have ten losses right now, heading into All Star break. Like they've—they had the longest uh, winning streak this season, and then, I think they're like, twelve and one or thirteen and one in their last fourteen. It's super ridiculous right now. They're super loaded. Their home crowd advantage is sick. I, I don't see who the Suns can lose to. Obviously. Anything can happen. Chris Paul has been injury prone in general in his career, so if he gets hurt, something could happen. Um, but the Suns, man, they they're scary right now. I have them winning the finals against the Bucks just because they played the Bucks last year, and then they'll be even hungrier. And I f- I feel like um, his coach, the Suns coach, will. Last year they just played. Giannis uh, man man to man with Aiden this year. I think he'll get out of his head a little bit and you know build a wall against Giannis. He'll learn from last year. So right now, if, if the finals were today, I'd get the Suns beating the Bucks. So yeah, those are those are my tears for the NBA right now. I think they're pretty solid. If you have you know any arguments with that, I have no problem. Um, but yeah, those are my tears for the NBA. Um, before the All-Star break. And now let's get into kind of like the All-Star break events. Um, so we got the skills, the three-point, and then the dunk. So the skills challenge, they're kind of making it like a three-team tournament type thing. So the first team is all the Giannis Kumpo brothers. So all the brothers are in the skills challenge as a team. And then we got the team Cavs, which is Garland, Evan Mobley, and Allen. And then we got team rookie, which is Kay Cunningham, Scotty Barnes, and Josh Giddy. I don't know how that's gonna play out if you know they score all three together and they just have a final score. Um, and then that's how they win, or if it's just gonna be in, like one of each gonna play against each other. We'll see. We'll see. But if it's just like normal years, I the final for the skills challenge, I say like for the guards, I'll say like Garland and Giddy are gonna make They'll fight for the final spot and then for the big guys, I say Evan Mobley or Scotty Barnes. And just to give you guys a pick, I say Garland and Scotty Barnes are gonna be facing each other at the end. And I'm gonna go with Garland winning the whole thing. Um I like Garland, he can shoot, he can pass, he can dribble, so he'll probably do everything just fine. Um for the three point, not not that many big names. Um, No Curry, no Thompson. Um, We got Fred Van Fleet. We got Bane from the uh, Grizzlies. We got Luke Kennard. We got CJ McCollum. We got Patty Mills. We got Carl Anthony Towns. We got Zach Levine and we got Trey Young. Um, My top three, just looking at the list, I'd say obviously Trey Young. I'm going to go with Patty Mills. And Levine, yeah, I'm gonna go with those. Trey Trey Young, Zach Levine, and Patty Mills. Um, Fred Van Fleet, I think he's an in game shooter. Bane, same thing, I feel like he's an in game shooter. Um, Kennard, I don't, yeah, he's a shooter, but I, I don't think he's going anywhere. CJ is more of an off the dribble guy. Carl Anthony Towns, yeah, for a big man, he's a great shooter, but he's not gonna compete against these guys. So, so my top three Patty Mills, Zach Levine, Trey. Just off the bat, I'd say Trey would win um, just because I feel like he's a mini Curry. So, yeah, I'm going to say Trey Young wins. And then the dunk contest, kind of an iffy lineup. We got Jalen Green, the rookie, from Houston. We got Cole Anthony from the Magic. We got Obi Toppin from the Knicks. And we got Toscano Anderson from the Warriors. So right off the bat, I don't know why Tiscano Anderson's even on here. He rides the bench on the Warriors. I've never seen him dunk in my life, so he's definitely out of contention. Obi Toppin, he was in it last year. I think he's just too big, and he'll get it'll look too easy. Um, and the judges are just not gonna give him a high enough score. And then we got Cole Anthony and Jalen Green. Those are my two top contenders. Um. I say Jalen Green's going to win just because I feel like he's a he's like a springboard type jumper. Like he's just springy. He's light. And I think he's just a little bit more flexible. Cole Anthony looks a little bit more composed, like not composed, but compact. That's the word. Um, And I don't know. I I know he has hops, but I don't know what he has in his bag. I say Jalen Green has a bigger bag. And when it comes to dunking and creativity. So I, I say Jalen Green, my dunk contest winner. I say Trey Young, my three point contest winner, and Darius Garland as my skills winner. Um yeah. That those are my three winners for the for the NBA All Star. And then obviously the game is Team LeBron versus Team Durant, and that's not even a question. LeBron's like undefeated in the All Star game ever since they like made this new format. I think his team is way better. I think Team LeBron's gonna win. So I hope you guys liked this episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. Let me know what you guys thought. And then keep spreading the word, guys. And hope you all have a great weekend. See you all next time. Peace.